Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the hashtag How Does She Do It podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Um, As I said, I'm Jessica Harlow. I'm your host. I've been a YouTuber for more years than I care to admit. (laughs) I've been doing this whole online thing from before it was even the normal cool thing to do. So um, I mainly create beauty and motivational content. Anyone that's followed me knows that I'm a little bit sassy. I'm open to speaking my mind, even when I kind of have a little bit of Um, unpopular opinions, unconventional advice. Um, I love to laugh. I love to make others laugh. And most importantly, my real focus is to always bring content that young women especially can benefit and learn from. And if I can make you laugh in the process or even roll your eyes at me, that's it's even better. Um, I'm actually recording this at it's like 1.45 in the morning. Um, It's technically Thursday, um, but Anyway, I've just been so busy this week with events, and there's been fashion week, and just so much stuff has been going on, and so much stuff that I'm working on, and um, I actually just got back home from the mother premiere starring Jennifer Lawrence, and also one of my biggest inspirations, I guess you could say, Michelle Pfeiffer was also in it. Um, If you've seen my Draw My Life video on YouTube, where I pretty much tell you my life story in drawings, I I think I'll link that. It has, um, I don't even know how many views. I think it was like 700,000 something or other. Um, Anyway, if you've seen that, then you would know that when I was a kid, I really wanted to be an actress and It all pretty much started when I saw Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman in Batman Returns. I remember it like it was yesterday. I just, I think I was like, I don't even know how old I was. I was really, really young. I don't remember when I got the VHS of that, but that's where I saw it. And um, I just remember thinking to myself, like, whatever that is, that's what I want to do. Like, that's, that's my thing. Um, So... Obviously, I didn't become an actress. (laughs) I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll be like Edie Falco and like when I'm 40, um, I'll get my big break. Who knows? But um, it's not really what I'm working towards, to be honest. So um, can't be mad. Can't be mad about the things you haven't really worked towards. Um, You can't be mad about things that uh, you haven't worked towards that didn't necessarily work out because it's like you didn't put in the effort towards that. So um, anyway, it was really bizarre to be in the same room with her and watch her latest film after she took a really long hiatus from Hollywood. Um, It's kind of like, it felt like a full circle kind of moment, like dots connecting. I've had a lot of that happen this past week. It's like kind of weird. I'm not complaining because I kind of love that stuff. But anyway, um, I saw Jennifer Lawrence in person and she's so, so beautiful, so talented. I I don't know if I'd recommend watching Mother. Um, I'm still trying to process how I actually feel about the film. Um, The acting and the performances were incredible, um, but it's a really symbolic kind of movie. Um, It's kind of like a nightmare. Like, it doesn't make any literal sense, um, but there's a lot of symbolism. It's kind of like when you have a nightmare or a dream, like all these things happen, but when you wake up, it's kind of like that doesn't really make sense total sense. That's kind of how I would describe the film. It's very symbolic. Um, It's a lot of like Mother Earth and Adam and Eve. It's kind of, it's kind of biblical um, and also kind of disturbing. Like people described it as Rosemary's Baby and it's kind of like that, 
But um, anyway, despite how I feel or don't feel about the film, I'm really grateful for being invited to the premiere. It's really cool to get to go to events like that. It's just really cool to be um, invited to something like that. Um, and it's definitely because of the things that I've done on YouTube and because of obviously you guys watching me and consuming my content. Otherwise, I don't think I would ever be invited to anything. But anyway, let's get into the topic for this week's episode. Um, so obviously a topic that I'm very, very passionate about, and I'm really excited that it's getting a lot more attention lately, is self-care. Because it's so I mean, do you need me to tell you this? It's so important to take care of yourself. Um, we all know that. We've all heard the saying, you can't love someone else until you love yourself, or rather, you can't accept love until you learn to love yourself, or, you know, we accept the love that we think we deserve, like all those kinds of things. I think when people hear the you should love yourself first, or just love yourself, I mean, it's kind of confusing because I think most people initially probably think, like, I mean yeah, I I love myself. I care about myself. I care about what happens to me. Um, I mean, most of our days are probably spent thinking about stuff that has to do with us, right? The stuff that's really um, affecting us personally. We're naturally self-centered beings. And I'm not really saying that, I'm not saying that in a bad way at all. I'm just saying it for like what it is. I think that we're pretty self-centered, which is kind of relieving because then that's kind of my defense for why I try not to care too much about what other people think about me because you you end up realizing that people might think of you, but they, they're not really thinking about you as much as you think they are. So it doesn't really matter that much uh, what they're thinking of you. Um, but anyway, I'm just saying we're most pretty self-centered. I don't think anyone spends more time worrying about things that have absolutely no effect on their lives um, than the things that actually do, right? So I kind of reframe loving yourself as taking care of yourself. You know, sometimes you've got to baby yourself. Like, what does that mean? Okay, well, I think for everyone, that can mean something different. We all value different things. And I think it's really important to check in with yourself regularly. And by regularly, I mean at least daily. I mean, think about it this way. If you imagine someone else loving you like the ideal scenario, how often would you want them to think of you, um, consider you, and check in with you? Like somebody that you're intimately involved with. Like for myself, that's a daily thing. I mean, I don't like to be suffocated, of course, but I think a once or twice a day check-in overall is sweet. And you know what? I want to be sweet to myself too. So, So I think it's really important to not get overly caught up in life to the point of you kind of forget to check in with yourself. It's really important to check in with yourself and figure out what it is that you might need from moment to moment, day to day. And I think it changes and that's perfectly okay. We're, you know, there's going to be days where you're going to need something completely different than you've been needing for like, let's say a few weeks straight. Um, sometimes you can get caught in a funk, in a rut, um, maybe you feel a little bit low energy. You know, you really have to check in with yourself and pay attention to what you're feeling and how you're feeling. Um, because when you when you don't do that, then how are you supposed to help yourself fix the problem? So it's really important to, again, check in with yourself, ask yourself questions like, hey, how am I feeling right now? How am I doing? Do I need anything? Is there something I'm forgetting? Um, is there something that is there something that could really make me feel better right now? 
Um, how can I enjoy my day more? What would make me feel good? You know, just like simple things like that. I think it's really important to check in with yourself throughout the day. Um, so that way you're not getting overly carried away with, you know, just busyness. So sometimes self-care can really mean saying no. Um, and I'm speaking directly to women on this one. I think so often from my own experience and what I've witnessed is a lot of us seem to be raised with a lot of guilt. When we do or don't participate in something, we're kind of, we're trained to always sort of have like an explanation as to why. Like, why don't you do this? Why did you do that? Don't you care about this thing? Um, Why didn't you think of this person? Have you, um, you have to do things exactly like this. I mean, there's a lot of morality issues and like morality rules rather around girls. And I think as we grow up and we enter the real world, we become overly apologetic because we're overly concerned about how other people are viewing us. And when you're overly concerned about that, it really makes making decisions a much slower process. Um, What I've noticed personally, now I could be wrong, maybe other people might disagree with me, but I just feel like I've noticed that boys just, like they just go and they ask for forgiveness. Maybe, you know, they're nice. They might ask for forgiveness after the fact. I feel like girls are raised to ask for permission and apologize before they even do anything, whereas boys are kind of raised to just go for things and, you know, let the pieces fall where they may and they'll just deal with it after. Well, they'll deal with whatever the repercussions are afterwards, but they just they they, they just go. There's more speed, more uh, less self-doubt, less questioning whereas girls were always kind of like analyzing things and like is this the right thing to do? Um, who is this going to affect? I mean, if you're like a halfway decent person, obviously there's people who don't think about other people at all. Not saying that you should not think about anybody at all, of course, but um, not to the extent where it's not necessary, okay? Um, I remember I had a t-shirt, actually. Um, I have to check if I still have it. It was from Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. They did like this style mint. Well, I don't even know if that's still around. That's a good question. That was a long time ago. Anyway, back to the t-shirt. I'm go I have a point with this. The t-shirt said no is a full sentence. And can I get an amen? I got that t-shirt a really long time ago, like many years ago. And it's still stuck with me. Like what that t-shirt said still stuck with me. No is a full sentence. Saying no is so 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 important. And I'm not even going to get into consent in like a sexual setting, that's like a whole entire other can of worms and completely like a different conversation. But obviously, it can absolutely apply there too. like just a side note. But I'm not touching on that in this episode. As I was saying, no is so, so important. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to explain yourself. Here's the thing. I think you shouldn't explain yourself unless you're asked to. Um, especially if you're the type of person who feels like you always start explaining and apologizing and, you know, like defending your case before there, but before anybody even asked you to, um, before anything even happened that prompted you to. So if you're one of those types of people, um, I really believe in like little exercises, 
like little things that you can do to kind of train yourself to prepare yourself for the bigger things. Like you'll be much more prepared for bigger things if you train in really small ways. So I like doing like little exercises, little experiments, um, like personal experiments and exercises. I think they can be so, they can be so much fun in one sense um, because it's kind of like a game, but they can also be so, so helpful. Doing really little exercises repeatedly can really help you get out of your comfort zone. And that could be really, really huge for a lot of people. Like don't ever underestimate what little minor changes can do for you and the quality of your life. So for the next week, here's a little exercise. Um, For the next week, whenever somebody asks you to do something or asks for something from you, simply respond with a no. Or like, if you want to be a little polite, you can say no, thank you. But just say no without going in and explaining yourself. Like no, period. If there's anything comes up that you really don't want to do or you don't want to take part in or you don't feel right about, just say no without explaining. Explain only when you're asked. So you can do this in really small ways. It can be it can be anything. I was actually out with a friend um, earlier this evening because after the premiere, we were starving. So we went to... Um, some restaurant like nearby and uh, like they came the waiter came over and I just have a thing where I can sometimes be brutally honest like if you ask me for my opinion I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you and sometimes I can't help myself I've already said what I've had to say before I can stop it from coming out of my mouth so um uh the waiter or I think it was no it was the manager I think came over after we were like almost done with our meal asked how everything was was everything okay and I I literally blurted out and said it was okay. Like, usually you say yes. And I was like, it was okay. And then he was like, well, what was what was wrong with it? And I said, well, I didn't like this dish. I just, it just didn't really do it for me. Everything else was fine, but that was just not really that. It was okay. Um, my friend was literally looking at me like, oh, here she goes again. Because um, I, 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 I wasn't being rude. It was just, you know, if you ask me what I like and what I don't like, I've kind of made a good habit of being pretty honest. Um, If I don't like something, I'm going to say it. Like, I'm not just going to... It's better if I feel like if somebody knows what you don't like, so that way they know what they should improve on or can improve on. Um, I think it's just so much more helpful. That's why I even encourage people when they listen to this podcast, when I ask for feedback, I'm not asking for you guys to tell me like everything you love. Of course, that's so great. Like it means so much to me. Um, and it makes me really happy to hear that you guys really love what I'm putting out, whatever, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be this podcast, just anything that I'm putting out. Um, it really means a lot to me, but, um, it also really means a lot to me when people come to me with something constructive. Um, It's not about being rude. It's about being constructive and saying like, hey, you know, I like these things, but, you know, I would really like if you did more of this or this, you know, I I wasn't really feeling this thing. Little suggestions that are constructive and meant to be helpful can be so wonderful. So I personally am a big believer in honest, but of course, tasteful um, feedback. So like I said, so that's what I said to the manager. I said, well, you know, I didn't really like this one dish. Um, and it was very obvious that I didn't really like it because uh, that n- neither of us liked it. Neither myself nor my friend liked it because it was pretty much still um, on the plate. It was just not, it was not good. Um, so anyway, long story short, he offered to take it off of the, off of the bill. 
And I said, no, that's not why I said that. You know, I just, I just wanted to let you know that I just personally, you asked me for my opinion. I didn't really like that. I didn't ask, I'm not asking for you to take it off the bill. You don't have to do that. And he asked again, and I was like, well, since you insist, <laughs> since you insist, I'm like, you know, go ahead and take it off the bill. It doesn't bother me. But um, again, some people are very uncomfortable with being honest about things, like little things, little ways where you can actually, you know, get outside of your comfort zone, like the little things that could probably make a huge difference um, in your life and the lives of those around you. Like try to do your best to, in little small ways, get outside of it. So Again, one big thing is saying no um, and doing it without explaining. And I say to do it without explaining, not to, not for you to aim to be rude. It's more about for you to get comfortable with slightly uncomfortable situations. Because sometimes there is a sort of uncomfortableness with telling somebody no because you are in a sense, you are going to be disappointing them. And I think it's important to get comfortable with slight, minor, innocent little disappointments for the sake of not disappointing yourself. You know, a lot of the times people view saying no as disappointing someone else or even limiting themselves. And I think it's really important to reframe that. Um, no simply means yes to something else. Like, don't think of a no as a no. Think of it as you're instead saying yes to something else. So when I turn down something, I view it as me actually saying yes to what I really want to do. And it took a very long time for me to get comfortable with saying no and not worrying about pleasing everybody. I mean, of course, I'm human and there's times where I catch myself doing that. I mean, I do really like to make other people happy, but there comes a point where it's like, you know, making other people happy and it makes you feel good and making other people happy and you kind of feel like, you know, you're sacrificing your own happiness to make someone else happy. So it's really important to make sure there's kind of kind of like a balance in a sense. But like I said, I've gotten, it took me a very long time. It took me very many years um, of getting better at pulling myself back and getting comfortable with saying no. It took me quite a while to do that. We all have such a finite amount of time and energy. And I don't, I mean, there's always going to be stuff that I'll, you know, everybody kind of has to do certain things that they don't really want to do. But overall, I don't want to spend my time doing more of what I don't want to do in the first place than necessary. If you view loving yourself as taking care of yourself, then the kinds of decisions you're going to make, if you make taking care of yourself a priority, it kind of reframes um, the whole, like it changes the perspective. Um, and it, I feel like that makes things so much easier than just saying like, oh, love yourself. I feel like it's better to just go with care, like taking care of yourself, doing what's best for you. Um, and that doesn't always have to be in really big, huge ways. It could be in little ways. So how that all ties into saying no, again, I think saying no, learning to say no um, is such an important part of self-care because when you're saying no to the things that you don't want to do um, that won't make you happy in a sense what you're really doing is caring about yourself you're choosing not you're, you're choosing to put your needs first which must mean that you're caring about yourself you're caring about your needs of course there's going to be times where we kind of have to compromise but it's really important to not neglect yourself there's a really fine line between compromising and neglecting your wants and your needs and essentially yourself. 
So it's already like past two o'clock in the morning. I think that's all for this episode. I'm going to go ahead, edit it, and make sure to get it up for you guys. I really hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that it gave you something to think about. Um, I hope that you found it helpful. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to this episode. Thank you to everybody that's subscribed to this podcast. It's a great way to make sure that you don't miss um, any future episodes. Um, You get notified on your phone and lets you know that there's a new episode up and ready for you to take a listen to. Um, Thank you so much to everyone that has rated and reviewed this podcast so far. It really means a lot to me. Um, If you haven't, I would highly appreciate you doing so. As I said um, in other episodes, it really helps the podcast gain more visibility. Um, And that's great, not just for me, but also for you guys, because it enables me to put out even more, even better content for you guys in the future. Um, This isn't something that I intend to do for like a little while. It's something that I'm really um, excited about doing, very passionate about. I'm really committed to it. And um, I mean, obviously, it's like freaking 2.30 in the morning and I'm still sitting here. I'm so tired. My eyes are closing, but I'm like, I need to make sure that I get this episode up. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like it was a little bit laid back compared to some other ones, but I hope you can um, appreciate the honesty, the rawness, the intimacy of it. I really thank you for all of your wonderful feedback. I'm all ears. Feel free to slide into my DMs. You can find me on Instagram at Jessica Harlow. I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.